Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Saturday Mailbag Show, KBS Listener's Lounge, coming to you from Seoul, the capital of South Korea. It's Saturday, February 25th, 2017, and as always, we've got the latest listeners' letters, messages, and reports we receive from you coming right up. So please stay tuned. I'm Emily Jennings. And I'm Kim Ji-eun. We'll be right back. How are you today? I'm doing good. I'm a little bit tired, but I'm doing all right. How are you? Good. Well, how did you uh, get on on Thursday? Did you get home okay? Uh, Yeah, I sure did. Thanks to Yuri and you. Yeah, I got home a little after midnight Mm. with Karen. We both took the subway, but yeah, it wasn't too bad. Mm -hmm. And our listeners are probably now wondering what we are talking about. Well, some of us here at KBS World Radio English Service had a lovely dinner together on Thursday, thanks to our very generous host, Young Jung, who is, of course, also the host of Korea Today and Tomorrow. That's right. And she invited all of us, but unfortunately, some of the staff members could not make it and that's why it was just some of us there but we had a wonderful time with loads and loads of delicious food absolutely lots <laughs> i'm tempted to say too much it's never too much <laughs> that's true too um but yeah it was so hard to call it a night because we were having so much fun chatting about anything and everything and that's why even though it was a thursday a weekday and everyone had worked the day after we just stayed there until midnight yeah it was a lot of fun mm-hmm. and Actually, you and I talked a lot about pets. And even the topic of cat feces came up as one of the possible causes of some mental illnesses. But coincidentally, a new study just came out actually recently debunking that theory. So that is good news for any cat lovers out there. Exactly. So basically, having a cat does not cause mental disorders. That's the bottom line of that particular study there. And speaking of cats, we also talked about allergies mm-hmm. and uh, some news articles about witchcraft, which was kind of fun. Of stuff. <laughs> yes, and uh, we also talked about our favorite foods, musical instruments, a little bit of politics, different onomatopoeia in different languages, mm-hmm. and Basically, like I said, anything and everything. Yes, absolutely everything. And of course, it was an off-the-clock gathering, so we didn't discuss work, but we did actually talk about work. And what's amusing is we actually all really enjoyed talking about our work here. That's true. And more specifically, we were talking about some of the letters or emails we received from you, our listeners, Mm -hmm. and it really did not feel like work at all. It just felt like we were talking about some personal correspondences even. Yeah, just some old friends. Mm -hmm. And of course, some names popped up too. Now, we won't say who, but some of our older staff members shared some of their fond memories of the listeners who have been with us for many, many years. And it was also great to be reminded that Jian and I are now part of the long history that some of our listeners have with KBS World Radio. Mm -hmm. And we thought you might like to know that you, our loyal mm-hmm. listeners, are very much a big part of our lives too. Not just our work, but our personal lives as well. We think about you and your letters on our own time and talk about how heartwarming some of your letters are and also about how grateful we are for your love and support. And we also talked about how little confidence we have when it comes to pronouncing everyone's names correctly. So please do get in touch and let us know if you ever catch us 
saying your names wrong. Mm-hmm. And it also came up how unfortunate it is that we do not always have the type of souvenirs or gifts that our listeners request. For example, we're sorry. We say this every <laughs> every time we get a chance, right. but we just don't have any T-shirts or pennants. No, none of those. Mm-hmm. But more importantly, on behalf of everyone at KBS World Radio English Service, Thank you for always, always being there on the other side of the transmission. And also thank you for all of your letters, reports, gifts, messages and just kind words in general. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, though, it's time for us to take a quick break now. Uh, but when we come back, we'll share with you the letters and reports of this week. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. You're listening to KBS Listener's Lounge on KBS World Radio. It's time now for us to take a look at the listener letters and reception reports. As usual, we've received some lovely handwritten, typed-up, emailed, comments, letters and reception reports from you, our listeners, and we'll share some of those with you on this program. We'll start off with a Facebook message we received earlier in the week. It was a message and a reception report for October 2016, uh, two parts of it anyway. Listener Shaikh Jawahar of Saudi Arabia seems to have caught our test transmission of 7.215 megahertz on October 5th. He wrote, esteemed KBS greetings from Saudi Arabia. I am an Indian national and have been working here in Saudi Arabia for the past 20 years. My hobby is listening to distant radio stations and collecting their QSL verification cards or letters. I happen to listen to the test transmission of KBS on 7.215 megahertz from 1400 to 1500 RZUTC equivalent to 05 uh, 100 p.m. to 0600 p.m. Saudi Arabia time on October 5th of 2016. Then he mentioned that he used a Texan PL660 receiver and gave us some details about what he could hear. Right, and he also rated the simple 13111, so it wasn't all that good. Mm -mm. And also wrote from 1415 to 1438 UTC, there was moderate interference by HAM Morse code. From 1438 to 1445 UTC, there was a kind of atmospheric noise which completely blocked the transmission. And from 1400 to 1445 UTC, the KBS signal had been very poor and he said that he could not understand the program at all. So that means it must have been very bad frequency that day. So thank you very much for the detailed report and we will send you out a QSL card very soon. Staying with the same frequency, more recently we received an email from listener Muralidar M. of India. Muralidar listened to us on January 31st and on February 7th on 7.215 MHz from 1400 to 1500RZUTC. He also used a Texan PL660 receiver with a Sanjin ANT60 antenna and rated the Simpo 3 across the board for both days. He gave us some details about the programs he heard, namely soul calling, drama lines, and creative 
the minds of Korea. And for the last program, he gave us uh, more information. For example, for the January 31st episode, he wrote the program was about a Korean virtuoso who has accompanied most of Korea's popular music recordings. He also took part in numerous original soundtracks for films such as My Mother, The Mermaid, One Fine Spring Day, The President's Barber. And about the February 7th episode of Creative Minds of Korea, he wrote it was about a Korean pianist who is also a music commentator bringing classical music closer to the general audience. Thank you, Morali. We'll send you your QSL cards very soon. Best regards and 73 to you too. And our Indian monitor, Ratan Kumar Paul, also sent us his logs for 7.215 MHz between February 8th and 14th. He heard us on the frequency from 1400 to 1500 hours UTC using a Sony ICF digital receiver with a telescopic antenna and rated the symbol 3 across the board for 4 days and 2 across the board for the remaining 3 days. From 1600 to 1700 hours UTC on the same days, Rattan tuned into us again on 9.640 megahertz, which seemed to have been a little bit better, and the simple stood at three across the board on three days and four across the board on four out of the seven days. So thank you very much for monitoring the two different frequencies there, Rattan, and we will send you your QSL cards very soon. Also from India, listener Pranab Kumar Ray sent us an email to let us know that he heard us on February 18th from 1640 to 1700 RZUTC on 9.640 MHz. He said that he used the JRC NRD72 receiver with an inverted V antenna and gave the broadcast an SIO rating of 444. He said that the broadcast was loud and clear, gave us some program details, which happened to be about this very program, yeah. uh, Listener's Lounge, and wrote, I am one of your former official monitors. If this report proves to be correct, I would appreciate a QSL card to confirm reception. I hope this report is of use to you. Yours faithfully, Mr. Pranab Kumar Ray. Well, Pranab, it's great to hear from you again, and welcome back. Of course, we'll send you a QSL card, and uh, we hope to hear more from you in the future as well. Meanwhile, it looks as though our Southeast Asia-bound broadcast on 9.640 megahertz between 1600 and 1700 hours UTC was actually heard in some unusual parts of the world recently. We received an email from Rio de Janeiro in Brazil from listener Reginaldo Anausia Sao, and he wrote that he heard us on February 1st from 1615 to 1700 hours UTC on 9.6. Megahertz. He used an OR-X Motobras 7-band world radio receiver with a telescopic antenna, which yielded a simple of 4 across the board. So the listening condition was actually good all the way in South America. And Reginaldo also mentioned that he heard the news, soul-calling, drama lines and sounds of Korea. And he said that he liked our program on the traditional music of the wonderful country of South South Korea. And they are the, his words there. So thank you for those nice words. And of course, you know, we do get reception reports from Brazil occasionally, but I don't recall ever getting one on this frequency, 9.640 megahertz. So that is pretty interesting. And of course, thank you so much. And we will have a QS colored out to you soon. 
Also on February 1st, listener Jurgen Mosel of Germany tuned into our 1600 UTC broadcast on 9.640 megahertz using a Kenwood TS850S receiver with a long wire antenna. He too, of course, listened to the same programs as Reginaldo and rated the Simpo 34344. Thank you very much. We'll send you a QSL car very soon. And while we're in Europe, listener Andrew Kuznetsov of Latvia sent us his logs for February 4th when he listened to Touch Base in Seoul and KBS Listener's Lounge on 9.640 megahertz. He said that he tuned in from 1600 to 1658 hours UTC using a portable Grande Yacht Boy 400 receiver with a 75-meter long wire antenna set 20 meters above ground and rated the Simpo 24322. He also wrote in the in parentheses, very weak, so it was a very weak signal there. Uh, but thank you, Andrew, as always, and we'll have your QSL card on its way very soon as well. Now let's open up some snail mail. So we received an envelope from our monitor Brian D. Webb in New Zealand recently and he used a Dijon DE1103 portable receiver with a 1 meter whip antenna to tune into us on 9.570 megahertz on January 30th from 1350 to 1400 hours UTC and he gave us some details on what he heard. Rated the simple 35433 and wrote, reasonable copy, although noisy conditions prevailed. Quick dips QSB disallowed accurate copy. On the following day, he tuned into us again on the same frequency from 1349 to 1358 UTC, and the conditions appeared to have been a bit better. He gave us more details, rated the simple 44544, and noted that there was marked contrast to yesterday's reception. Good reception today, he said, with background BC, QRM, and a good simple level. So thank you very much, Brian, for all those details. And we will send you out the QSL cards soon. Our Taiwanese monitor Cheng Nan Lu sent us his monitoring logs for the month of January in the mail as well. He usually monitors our 0800 our UTC broadcast on 9.570 megahertz, but this time around he heard us on 9.690 megahertz as well between 0200 and 0300 hours UTC. He did, however, mistakenly write 0700 hours UTC instead of 0800 UTC on the form, but I think that was just a mistake. I mean, this isn't the first letter mm-hmm. we received from him anyway. In general, it appears 9.570 megahertz was a bit clearer to listen to compared to 9.690 megahertz in his area because according to his logs, the 9.570 megahertz broadcast was rated 5 across the board on most days, while the 9.690 megahertz broadcast was often rated 4 across the board or 54544, four, four, which is still not bad at all. Yeah, that's um, you know one of the best that we've been talking about today. Mm-hmm. Totally. And uh, Nanlu also sent us a blank QSL car from Radio Taiwan International. Um, he's been doing this often, and mm-hmm. we greatly appreciate it, of course. Thank you very much. And we'll send you our QSL cards and the receiving logs we requested uh, very soon as well. 
And also our listener, Eddie Setiwan of Indonesia, also sent us his reports on two frequencies recently. From January 25th until the 28th, he heard us on 9.570 megahertz from 1300 to 1400 hours UTC and on 9.640 megahertz from 1600 to 1700 hours UTC. Now, on average, the 9.570 megahertz broadcast was rated as 3244 two with splash while the 9.640 megahertz was given a simple rating of 34443 so thank you very much for sending those that information on and we will send you out a QSL card soon actually i think it's on its way at the moment or it will be very soon mm-hmm. well taking us back in time a little bit further listener ns balamurali of india emailed us his reception logs from last year on the two frequencies out as well. On October 22nd of 2016, he tuned into us on 9.640 megahertz from 1600 to 1700 hours UTC and rated the simple 3 across the board, noting some buzzing noises. On the following day, on October 23rd, he listened to us on 9.570 megahertz from 1300 to 1400 hours UTC and just wrote the transmission was fair with a simple rating of 2 across the board. And about a month and a half later, on December 8th of 2016, he tuned in to us again from 1600 to 1700 hours UTC on 9.640 MHz and rated the Simpo 3 across the board. Thank you very much for these reports. Your QSL cards will be sent very, very soon. And listener Shahinur Alam of Bangladesh dropped by our online reception report board recently. He tuned into us on 9.570 megahertz from 1300 to 1400 hours UTC on February 7th using an ELTA. 3562N receiver with an ANT60, which is 7 meters Sanjian SW antenna. Now, the Simpo stood at 2 across the board, which is not very good, but of course, we are very grateful for your report. So, thank you for sending that in to us. And our monitor, Henry Umadhe of the Philippines, appears to have written us an email as he was actually listening to us last week on. On February 18th. So he wrote, Dear radio friends, I am listening to your broadcast right now at 0835 UTC on 9.570 megahertz and attached is the audio recording simple of four across the board. This is how I received your broadcast signal here in Central Philippines. Well, thank you very much, Henry, for your report and, of course, for the recording as well. It actually sounded pretty good, so it's not surprising it got a four across the board, although there was a little bit of a hum, and I'm guessing that's why it didn't go quite as high as the fives. Mm -hmm. But of course, we will have a QSL card on its way to you very soon. Turning now to 11.810 megahertz, we received an email from listener Dario Gabrielli of Italy saying that he heard us on the frequency on February 13th between 2200 and 2215 hours UTC. He used a four-band radio Dijon 1128H receiver with an indoor telescopic antenna to listen to us and rated the Simpo 2 across the board. Dario also sent us a recording of the broadcast and uh, understandably it was notably harder to hear 
hear than Henry's recording. Uh, Dario also gave us a list of the KBS World Radio QSL cards he's received last year, including the Ox by Lee Jong-seop, Korea UNESCO World Heritage, and Descendants of the Sun. Uh, we'll send you a different QSL card for sure this time. Thank you very much for that, Dario. Yeah, it sounds like he got almost all of the ones mm-hmm. from last year. So now you're just going to have to collect everything from 2017 That's as well. That's right. And our UK monitor, Nick Sharp continued to try to find our signal on 11.810 megahertz as well. But unfortunately, he was not as lucky as Dario. Sometime last week, he wrote, I can detect some strange sounding noises, but it's far too faint to make out what it is. And there is interference on the channel as well. But then he also wrote on February 16th, I enjoyed listening to the 90th anniversary of radio in Korea tonight using the Wink Player because shortwave at 11.810 megahertz was useless again due to the low number of sunspots. How many channels were there for the domestic service back in the 1920s? Wow, that's a big question. And I did the research. (laughs) Well, back in 1927, when Korea's first ever radio program was broadcast, Korea was still under the Japanese colonial rule, and the single channel that opened was used to broadcast in both Korean and Japanese. I believe it was the AM frequency of 690 kilohertz. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. It appears there wouldn't have been much need for multiple channels at the time, anyway, as apparently radios were super expensive in Korea at the time and there were only 1,440 units of radios in Korea at the time. Hmm. The second channel was introduced only in 1933 and this was the Korean-only channel at frequency 6 10 kilohertz. And according to records, it was also at this time that the number of hours of broadcast was extended to 16 hours a day, but it didn't say originally from how many hours, though, on the on the record that I was looking at. So I could not find out originally how many hours they were broadcasting. Um, and then, of course, came World War II, and the Japanese authorities banned Korean, and uh, it would be another long while before Korea's broadcasting history picks up pace again, which means it was a a while before there were multiple channels broadcasting domestically or internationally. Oh, that's pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. And actually, you know, that makes me think of another segment we can do. Mm-hmm. Ask Jian. Because oh you have all the information always. And if you don't, you do such a good job at researching it. I'm, you know, what? I'm a curious person mm-hmm. and I will look things up, but... Be nice to me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, do keep asking us questions because we love getting Mm -hmm. your questions. That's that's actually true. Yeah, it's the best way to learn. Mm -hmm. But it looks like that's all we have today for the letters, emails and reception reports from you. Uh, Thank you to everyone who got in touch with us. Every single message that you send us is enjoyed by every Mm -hmm. one of us here at the radio station. That's right. And now, of course, it's time to take a peek into the KBS World Radio's mailroom with our mail correspondent, Yoon Ha Lee. Here is Inside the Mailbox. Hello and welcome to Inside the Mailbox. I'm Yoon Ha Lee. In this weekly corner, I share updated information from our Facebook page, as well as events, and answer listeners' inquiries. Also, I tell you how to navigate our KBS World Radio English Service website. First up, let's go over to our Facebook page. 
In last week's edition of Inside the Mailbox, I introduced the newly added webpage for the special program Records of Modern Korean History, which was recently aired on February 16th. Unfortunately, for this special program, there is no Listen Again available. However, you can read what the program was about and listen to the songs that were featured in the program on this webpage. To find out how to access the webpage, refer to last week's Inside the Mailbox or check out the Records of Modern Korean History posting on our Facebook page. We uploaded two pictures related to the special program, as well as a link to the special program's webpage. To take a look at the posting, head on over to our English Service Facebook page at www.facebook.com slash EnglishKBS. When you do visit our Facebook page, don't forget to check out our K-pop program-related postings as well. We always post a link to the music video of the artist we are going to interview on Backstage Chat, and this is where you can leave the questions you want asked the artist. The hosts of K-pop Connection and K-pop Interactive also drop by often to ask for a song request or to announce the winner, so don't miss out if you are a K-pop lover. Now let's move on to website directions. Several weeks ago, a special interview was aired during Friday's program, Current Affairs in Focus. KBS World Radio got to meet and interview former North Korean Deputy Ambassador to London, Taeyong Ho. To watch this, go to the main page, scroll down to right below the news articles, and you'll find a long blue banner that says, Special Interview Former North Korean Deputy Ambassador to London, Taeyong Ho, His Defection in Life in Korea. Click on the image, which will take you to the interview posting on the North Korea Inside webpage. On the top, there is the video of the interview with Mr. Tae, and below are pictures of the interview. You can also share this interview page with your friends on social media by clicking on the round buttons above the video. Also, if you scroll down to the very bottom of the page, you will get a list of the latest news articles about North Korea. To find the special interview page, head on over to our KBS World Radio English Service website, world.kbs.co.kr slash English. This week, we sent out QSL cards to all of our reception report submitters and program guides to those who requested. Thank you for your valuable information, which will help us make better programs and improve our reception. Please allow two to four weeks for delivery, depending on your location. And that's it for this week's Inside the Mailbox. Until next time, this is Yoon Hali. Have a nice weekend! Well, that's all we have for you this week on KBS Listener's Lounge. We hope you enjoyed the show. This has been Emily Jennings. And I'm Kim Dian. Thank you for joining us, and we hope you have a wonderful weekend. Goodbye. Goodbye.